The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. And you're welcome back to The Last Word. It's Ian Guider in for Matt Cooper today. Now, I'm sure many of you who are parents with children who play sport have attended games recently where perhaps you've seen some parents get a little bit too aggressive on the sidelines cheering on. And we've also had some other incidences where people have even gone onto the pitch. So do we need to calm down things at children's sports games? Well, the Football Association in Britain this weekend have announced a weekend of a national silent support where parents parents will be encouraged to applaud and cheer on children, but will be asked that if they get too aggressive, they will be asked by referees or stewards to leave. So do we need to bring this into Ireland? I'm joined in studio by Shane Castles, Fianna Fáil Senator and a member of the Oireachtas Committee on Media, Tourism, Arts, Culture and Sport, and also by Jen Hogan, parenting columnist with the Irish Times. You're both very welcome to The Last Word. Jen Hogan, you've been writing about the impact of people on the sidelines as their children are playing and perhaps not getting on and causing all sorts of trouble. Do you think this is a good idea? I think it's a great idea. I mean, I I wrote recently in the Irish Times about the pressures that children were facing and the the fallout for children left on the sidelines when coaches were over-enthusiastic about winning and prioritised that above children's well-being and involvement in sport. But I think parents have a role to play here too and I think they've a notable role to play. Actually, coaches got in touch with me afterwards and said sometimes they're facing huge criticism from parents because they're making decisions which are in the best interest of children but not necessarily in the best interest of the scoreline. So you have that kind of simmering aggression then happening because there's frustration on the parents' part. We seem to have completely forgotten what the point of children's sport is and we start confusing aggression with passion, you know and they're, they're very different things and it turns children off. If, ch- if p- children feel that kind of level of aggression from the sidelines or coaches are feeling it or they're witnessing that kind of disrespect towards referees and things like that it completely sends a really, really bad message about what sport is supposed to be and what sportsmanship should be and what children's sport essentially should be and and how important it is to actually have fun rather than just um, it becoming something which is so competitive that aggression takes over. Shane, we've seen in the last number of months a couple of incidences at underage level where behaviour, yes, it's all very well and good to clap and cheer on and be passionate for your child and want, want the team to do well, but people have taken it far too seriously and gotten onto the pitch. We can't have this. Absolutely not. And I think, you know, as part of our work on the Oireachtas Sports Committee, we've been examining this now for over a year because it came to a head uh, last November, this time last year, where over 500 games were actually cancelled and postponed in the North Dublin uh, Schoolboys Soccer League uh, because of abuse of officials by primarily uh, parents being on coaches on the sideline who were, you know, just thinking they were attending the Premiership and, and not the uh, the North Dublin Schoolboy Leagues. And uh, in recent months, we've, we've seen a couple of really high profile incidents where parents have come onto the field and also in, in adult matches, you know, very well publicised, a, a grown man come on and, and, and an incident with a referee as well and left that referee needing hospital treatment. So yes, there has been a number of high profile incidents, but equally, I think in our approach to this, it is about being positive with parents as well. The Football Association in England's proposal of the National Silent Weekend, I think in one sense, it's uh, symptomatic of where maybe things have gone with children's sport. 
in another sense, it's a bit bonkers too. Because at the end of the day, we need to see um, a positive reaction. I, I'm As part from being a legislator, I'm also a dad. I'm also, I, I ended up coaching my own son's under 11 match this summer. And I think you have positive encouragement on the sideline. And that's a huge part of it as well. And kids hearing that positive encouragement from their mentors and their mums and dads as well. We heard from Jen there, and I'll bring her in just a moment, that the welfare of children is what this is about, that they want to enjoy the game. They don't want parents on the sidelines, <coughs> perhaps taking it too far and also not making them feel that they can enjoy the, the game. So I talked to actually to a, a colleague of mine, a sports editor of the, of the Mead Chronicle, uh, Fergal Lynch, before I come in here as well. And as he said to me, and he's a coach of his kids' uh, underage teams as well, he says silent sidelines can actually be equally intimidating for children. Uh, and I think what is needed is the clubs being positive and showing a positive leadership. Clubs need to be leaders at, at, at grassroots level and actually encourage their parents to be involved. So I actually sit on the Ladies Gaelic Football Association Development Committee as well. And part of their strategy, strategy is that all of the parents end up having a job at these particular games. Idle work, the devil makes uh, work for idle hands. So the, the whole concept here is making sure that parents, whether you are doing a lines person, whether you're doing umpire, whether you're doing a water carrier, that you have a positive positive role in encouraging what's happening on the field. And I think that's what we need to do. Um, as I said, I think what's happening in, in, in England is just symptomatic of a, of a very bad situation. But I would be taking an opposite approach to, to what, what they're proposing. Jen, it's bonkers, says Shane. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, I can understand what Jane's saying about positive uh, encouragement and reinforcement, and that's always nice to hear, but it seems to be very much open to interpretation. I'll give you an example. I was on the sidelines going back a year or two at one of my children, and a parent from the opposite team is shouting at, at the children on the team and shouting at, again, a young child, so under the age of nine, going, get into him, killer. Now, I'm not quite sure that that's positive reinforcement. It, it, it was the whole the whole approach. It was There was already kind of, it was heightened emotions on the side of the pitch as well, and this idea of shouting this sort of thing, kind of encouraging overly physical play. I know they're contact sports, you're playing games, children get very involved in them and you understand that sort of thing. I'm not saying that people have to be overly timid either, but it's about playing the game rather than going encouraging children to be aggressive um, in their play. And that get into him killer was then the really aggressive message. I, I think uh, getting parents involved in sport is fantastic. There's huge, or in their children's sport, there's huge benefits to be gained. But I suppose every parent will have a different situation. They might have three different children in three different locations at the same time trying to drop uh, one child to one place, collect somebody from somewhere else. It's not always practically possible but what is notable is the number of parents who are starting to turn about matches because they don't feel comfortable not to be there. So before they might have been happy for them to go along but certainly they're reporting to me, lots of parents I was speaking to, that they feel they need to be there because of this increased aggression whether it's coming from the sidelines or it's on the pitch wherever it's happening, they feel they have to actually be there for their children's protection and that's kind of concerning. Yeah, I think as 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 well, Ian, um, a lot of the sports organisations have now structured their games to make sure that they're trying to take the competitiveness out of it at a very early age and make sure that that fun side is maintained. So, example, in the GEA, the goal games exist from under five the, all, the whole way up to under 11, whereby everyone makes sure they get equal playing time. Uh, there's no scores recorded. But I can see in my own son's team, towards the end of their final year in under 11, they were keeping score on their head because that competitive nature is in us all. It's, it's a nation and they were keeping score on their head and there are simple things like the respect uh, procedures when the games are over and they shake hands and so forth but it is equally important to make sure that you can lose well as when as win well and I saw my own son's mini league finals this year and they, his team was hammered in the final I was acting as a stand-in manager on the day and when the game was over I went over and, and told them all they did he was in tears 
But that's not a bad thing because he's learning to lose and he's learning to lose and it's part of life and making sure my job as a parent is that he can lose well and so that equally when his team wins that he can win well as well because there are traits no matter what you do in life in sport in politics in business you're going to have to have those uh, skills and I think you learn them really well on the sports field it's the best place to to learn them But Shane not every parent behaves as well as you or behaves as well as Jen at these things so therefore do we need to have the organisations themselves whether it's the GAA the FAI or whatever it is the RF you like the FA in England do they have to step in now? Absolutely and I think that's why when we did this piece of work when this thing came to a head uh, with the FAI last year in fairness they came forward they wanted to be proactive uh, and so did the GA and there are a few and in fact they were the pillar sports but organisations like Hockey Ireland they came forward with suggestions in terms of they have a cooling off period for 20 minutes after the game whereby uh, coaches officials players don't interact with each other Uh, so a lot of the the sporting organisations came forward and participated with us because they don't want to see uh, their games be smirched. Now, equally, one of the proposals from uh, Mary O'Connor, the CEO of, of Sports Ireland as well, and she made the point and the proposition to us that clubs that are in breach of codes of conduct which should be erected at the ground uh, should be uh, state funding should be withheld from them and the opportunity to reply for state funding for club grounds improvements. Now, that is a major uh, stick as, uh, for, for clubs that if they are in breach of this they're not going to be able to avail of this remember some €150,000 per club was allocated to successful clubs in only February of this year if you have a situation where you're taken out of the loop from applying for that funding well that's going to be a major incentive to make sure that the idiot dads uh, are kept off the sideline and making sure that they're not part of the, the club ethos uh, which is a positive one Jen, bring you in on this. What could be done by either clubs themselves or schools or sporting bodies to make sure that all the kids feel included and also that the pushy parent or the aggressive parent is banned even? Well, I think once, I think if we got things right around participation and we realised that participation is the big thing in children's sport and children do need to learn, you know, to, to lose gracefully and win gracefully. But it's not about that. It's about being part of a team and including all children in that. If parents feel their children are involved and children feel happier about being involved and parents recognise what children's sports really is about. The idea is to have as many people involved for as long as possible so that children can benefit and have the lifelong um, benefits from sport, the mental, physical, social sides of it. We don't want to be turning them away and if parents can grasp what children's sports are about, then we shouldn't have this. This shouldn't be happening that we have parents losing the plot on the side or shouting aggressively on the side. If they can get a bit of perspective there and perhaps it's down to the clubs to take ownership here and actually make sure parents realise what their club ethos is and what they expect what um, how important it is to have children involved and what their goal is which is hopefully to have as many children involved for as long as possible Jen Hogan and Shane Castles thank you very much for joining us on The Last Word let us have your views 87 The Last Word with Matt Cooper weekdays from 4.30 Today and-